Hey, this is Nathan Dales, and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. I want to ask you to really start to start things off. Now, this is usually just a fun little conversation we have with people. I won't sure. keep you too long unless you have a, like nothing on the go. Then yes, we'll talk for three hours. Uh, <laughs> I will. Ta- I, w- I will talk to you for five, six, seven hours if I have to. Really, don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's see. Now you say that, but the problem is, then you'll be like five hours, and you'll be like, "Fuck, Jesus!" And then all, all of a sudden, it's ju- it's June, and now we're still talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, be like, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, Nathan. They've done Letterkenny. Your yeah. character got like the death, death to the character. It's like you didn't tell me. It's like well, we were we were too busy. I was doing an interview. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you want? You can you can throw that up there if you want, Nathan. <laughs> I want to ask you first, like to really start things off, is like how do you feel? Now this might be a little bit of a trigger question, but like how do you feel about those Edmonton Oilers, man? Oh my god! <laughs> this is my oh, evil life. <laughs> all, all, all right. First of all, I'm out of here. Number one. Second of all, <laughs> um, how do I feel about the Edmonton Oilers? Okay, so here's the thing. Like, you know, I grew up in Calgary, so I, I'm a huge Flames fan. I've been a Flames fan for my entire life. I remember going to games with my dad when I was like three years old. So I've been going to the Saddle Dome forever, right? So, so because of that, technically, damn them, obviously, um, but. Uh, Okay, so, but they are a Canadian team. I really love playoff hockey. Like, holy shit, is it, like, not the best hockey in the entire world? Like, get out of here, right? So, I do want to see them. Like, if the Flames aren't in, I do want to see the Oilers doing well. Just as I want to see the Jets doing well. You know, like, I want to see the the Canadian teams doing well. And Edmonton this year, I think, has, like, a legitimate shot at doing pretty fucking well. And I hope they do. Now. That being said, where the fuck are the flames and let's have them go. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, I feel you. It's like, I, I've, I'm sure you can see by the surrounding here. It's a Detroit room. Detroit. Yes. But like yes. I, my Canadian team is Toronto, but like, I feel like if it's your second team, like if it's your first team, I, yeah. Detroit, listen, like I know they're not great. So when people yeah. tease me at Detroit, I do get a little bit like, fuck. Um, but when it's Toronto, I can be in a Leafs jersey down in like Toronto Square, yeah. and if they don't win against like Tampa, I'm like, "Fucking Leafs! They do this every year." And then some guys yeah. like, "That's your team." I'd be like, second, second team, second team. Come on, come on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's be honest here. Second team, damn it. Yeah. Then you get some other guy be like, "They're my third team, third team." Like <laughs> me and you team up against him. This is his third team. Let's figure out his first two. And he's like, "Well, first I go for like Seattle and then Dallas." I'd be like, "Jesus." I'd be like, "No." You, Seattle. you get out of here. And then he's, he's like, yeah, but that's your second team. I'm like, whose side are you on here? Yeah, team yeah, third string or team second string? Come on, let, 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 but also, also, let, let's, let's, let's say it right now. Pick a side, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick a team for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah. Well, for fairness, I mean, yeah. I grew up liking Detroit when they were in the West, and then yeah. Toronto was East. So I could make the argument: this is my West team, this is my East team. As a kid, you're like, uh, I have both sides covered. Thank you very much. Uh, and now when they're both in the same division, it's almost like, you know what? I know there's a rivalry, but yeah. it's like when you see fans at Toronto games and it's Montreal and they have the split Jersey. I'm like yep. that. I'm like both Toronto and Montreal fans. Don't worry about fighting each other. Fight Jersey guy over there. <laughs> he can't pick a side. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's totally what it is. All right. Fuck the sides. Let's fucking fight Jersey guy because Jersey yeah. guy's the asshole there. Yeah. Cause he, he's going home half a winner, half a loser. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Regardless, he's losing at least part of the goddamn game. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like when the game's over, that's when you figure out who he's like, if like Toronto, Montreal goes in a shootout and he's like, yeah, I'm like, I th- there you go. You got exposed. You're happy, but he's like, but Caulfield didn't score. I'm like, okay, Toronto, Montreal, right there. There's your there's your guy. Go get yeah, Jersey yeah. guy. <laughs> Dude, that fucking fence sitting Jersey yeah, guy. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I gave I gave you an idea for a character on Letterkenny. Jersey guy. <laughs> Jersey guy. Jersey guy. But he's like, okay. So Jersey guy on Letterkenny would be the guy that just gets the shit kicked out of him all the time just exactly. for being a fence sitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. You have it. Like I'm just trying to remember characters' names, like because I know we had was it Riley, like Dylan Playfair. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I'm trying to remember the other guy's name, but like. You just have both of them just in the locker room. They're like, pick a side, Jersey guy. And then yeah, like, right. <laughs> you, you never know his name. It's like yeah. almost like Fez on like uh, that 70s show where you don't know where yeah. he's from. But then in the last yeah. episode, you can't even say it because in the world we live in, if you're like, yeah, Jersey guy is from Alberta or like Newfoundland, they'd be like, hold on a second. That's not yeah. right. So you yeah. just got to yeah. keep it a mystery. 
<laughs> keep it a mystery and then and then that's the thing it's like if you keep it a mystery then it's uh at least at least there's going to be like less of like a melee and a huge fight if you keep it a mystery if you pick sides there could be one who knows yeah well, yeah that's it yeah. i i watched that 70s show i've watched like that 90s show because i gave it a chance did you like it you know what like in fairness i i think i did not go to social media after episode one uh, okay. I just kind of stuck it out. And then like, there are definitely parts from just to like, okay, is this for me? Am I supposed to be the target audience here? But right, right, right. I think with any show, you have to give it like three or four seasons. Like you can watch friends. Like I love friends. You can right. watch season one of friends and you're like, all right, like season one's like, okay. Right. But like, if, if, right. if we yeah. lived in today, if we lived in today's world, it's like, it's just okay. It's done. I'm like, yeah. and you don't get 10 seasons of Friends. Good job, assholes. Yeah, exactly. Like, but that's the thing, though. It's like, but I think you're right, though, because it's so, it's like, it's okay. So making a TV show is hard enough, right? And so one episode, really difficult to actually like pick a side, okay? Either good or bad or whatever. Even a season can be fucking difficult to pick a side, right? It's just like, sometimes you need more episodes or you need more seasons. And look, it could take a, like a really good turn, you know, season one or, or even episode one could be like, eh, kind of whatever. But say you get into it, then it starts yeah. to get better. Then it starts to get way better. And if you'd only given it one episode, well, then yeah, you're kind of fucking yourself over, right? Yeah, well, it's like how I met your mother. Well, like you can pick it with any episodes, right? Like I look at like, I think for me, I did it the opposite way with Friends. Like I seen it at a Walmart and I bought season eight first. <laughs> and then right. I was just like, right? And then my friends were like, what are you doing? And I was just still like, well, I'm, I, I'm an idiot. I just want to see what it's about. <laughs> and I was like, but then I watched the, I'm just like, okay, so it, I think it's like, it starts with after the marriage of Chandler yeah. and Monica. And I was just like, yeah. I'm I'm lost and they're like no fucking idiot you're of course you're lost and I was like okay then I watched it in order and I'm like this is actually pretty decent but right. I was never into Friends when it was on TV so I was like a year later yeah. like I'm the guy at a party where it's like have you ever seen Friends such a great show yeah. they're like yeah, yeah when it was on TV you idiot um, yeah. so I did that with oh, yeah. your mother yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Um, I think that's so funny. Uh, yeah, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's, that's a real conversation. No, no. Like, this is, this is why I have crippling anxiety. No. This, is, this is verbatim why I have crippling anxiety. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like, I, and then when How I Met Your Mother came out, it was the same yeah. kind of spinning wheel. I was at a Walmart yeah. and it was How I Met Your Mother and Big Bang. And at this point, I'm yeah. still a university student. So like, yeah. I don't have a lot in my ma a bank account, but I'm like, you have to choose one. And my brother's like, it's your, it, I, your birthday's around the corner. Do you really want to watch both? I'm like, I'll give both a shot. And yeah. I found myself favoring How I Met Your Mother more than Big Bang because okay. How I Met Your Mother, I got right into it because I guess in my stage of my life, I was like, I felt related to Ted. But in Big sure. Bang, I'm like, I am not a fucking smart, geeky nerd that, you know, so I was like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm related to this character. Fair I enough. Gave it totally time. I gave it time because I liked yeah. Kaylee Coco from Eight Simple yeah. Rules and I yeah, wanted to watch yeah, yeah. it for her originally. Yeah. And then I like both. Hey, did you ever watch it? Did you watch her other one called, uh, I think it's called uh, The Airline or something like that? You may, the one did you see that one? Yeah. yeah, the one about the plane. So, so it's if I'm not mistaken, it's got two seasons. Um, what did you think about that one? Because I I thought it was pretty good. Like I thought season one was pretty good. I think I got through season two, but I thought yeah. season one was pretty good. I so my thoughts on that is like I watched season one. I haven't watched completely the whole season two. I think like just in terms of a character, like I, I I'm just fascinated with her for per se because it's just right. like watching her from Eight Simple Rules where she's like the ditzy teenager to yeah. big bang where they kind of make her play ditzy but at least they evolve now right granted they didn't get the time to evolve in eight simple rules because of the passing of paul or uh yeah it, i think ritter there you go john ritter yeah yeah, yeah. And john then, ritter, like, yeah. so but it's nice to see like i i thought that she was just going to be at first tight cast is always the ditzy right. blonde yeah and then i'm like you know what like you can either like a character and stay with them or you can just be like fuck it i don't care about your next project like i don't yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like that's how my that's how i feel about podcasting where it's like it's like <laughs> i seen tobin on his own show and now i'm gonna yeah. watch him on someone else's show but he's not being like he, they're telling him he can't be humorous i don't give a yeah. shit i want humor yeah. tobin but yeah. then there might be a people that are like that's my son you're talking about i'm gonna watch him and everything i'm like thanks mom <laughs> can you leave the comment section please <laughs> thanks mom uh if you could if you could and it's not that you shouldn't have any comments just maybe tone them down a little bit yeah yeah you know like what i mean that last comment where it's literally like he wet the bed till he was 10 i'm like 
we didn't even talk about bedwetting. What are you doing? It's just like, it's just a funny story, darling. Bring it up. No, nobody even said anything about bedwetting. Yeah, I, I know, honey. Don't worry about it. It's yeah, just yeah. nice that people know you. They just want to know the real just, you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, it's like their, their genuine intent in like something of that is to make you come across like you're just like everyone else. It's like, well, yeah. why don't you just tell them I play hockey or soccer yeah. or that I was terrible at it? That makes me normal. Or, or if I'm the regular person, why don't you tell them I like craft dinner? Or why don't you tell them, you know, yeah, I, why don't you go uh, for the most embarrassing thing? Yeah, yeah. I sometimes sleep at night like regular people do, yeah, yeah. rather than oh yeah, I wet the bed, and not just wet the bed, I really wet the bed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the scene from what is it like uh, Waterboy, where it's like she wants to marry Adam Sandler's character. It's like oh yeah. That's his sheets over there, and he's like, "Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, ladies. I, uh, I will go kill myself." Or I'm just like, like "Yeah, it's in the back. It, yeah, it's in the backyard, and it's like flopped over the clothesline, yeah. and it's just like soaked. There's like a yeah. huge, yeah, there's a like, huge piece." Excuse right? me, ladies, yeah. Lego, and I'm just they're like, "Yeah, it's like I get that totally." That's how you relate to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> it's a big bedwetter. I, well, I mean, yeah. my my favorite Sandler movie is Mr. Deeds, but it's like there's a whole yeah. different realm of that. But like. I like Sandler movies, but you have yeah. to go into a Sandler movie knowing there's going to be somewhat of, you know, dumb humor the same way yeah, as like an, like you go in and watch, was it an Austin Powers movie? And it's like, yeah. is that a giant Johnson? Don't look at that. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like, and I'm just yeah. like, yeah, it's funny for that time. And it's still funny today, but you know, yeah. it's coming. It's like yeah, family yeah, guy, yeah. you know, yeah. there's like a five to 10 second thing in family guy where it's literally just Peter holding his knee or an awkward yeah. silence where they don't do anything. And you're just like, you, you had to fill time. They're like, you're watching Family Guy. You knew. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's what. That's when he like bumps his knee and he's just, and he does the. Ah! Yeah, and then it, and it just goes and goes. Yeah, 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 every, yeah, yeah. I feel like most episodes in Family Guy had that, where there's even ones where like yeah. Brian and Stewie are sitting down and Brian says something like relatively racist, and then Stewie yeah. just does the. And then that's like ten seconds of that, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like they go into the boardroom meetings and like, okay, the episode is twenty three minutes, and like, we keep telling you it has to be twenty eight, and they're yeah. like, I got an idea. I, I tell you what, <laughs> I have a perfect. I have what I'd like to call a perfect solution. <laughs> what we're gonna do? It's called. Some people call it killing time. Yeah, I'm not gonna call it that. I'm gonna call it real good comedy here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna just kind of call it creative genius or uh, uh, drawing <laughs> drawing humor. They're like, do you mean dry humor? No, because the guy just stopped drawing. Yeah. And then you, just, you just kind of rotate the head and that makes it humorous. And you're like, have no idea what you're talking about, Seth, but love it. You survived 9-11, you get a free pass. Yeah. Did you did you say dry humor? I said, no, 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 no. Drawing humor. Drawing yeah. humor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we have a translator. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I want to ask you, because when we're talking about seasons and sometimes mm. you kind of dive into a season, you like it, or some people take time. Now, I, I will be full on honest here. Okay. My roommates were into Letterkenny way before I was even watching it. And I was kind of like, it's on Crave. I don't fucking yeah. want to pay for Crave. I was like, I got Netflix. I got all this shit. What are you doing? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. yeah, but it's a Canadian show. I was like, yeah. okay. So then they were watching it. And then I like walked past and like, all right, it's okay. But again, <laughs> yeah. I take a long time to get into shows. But yeah. How, do you think when did you start to really see i guess people jump on board to letter kenny because i've seen the commercials on tsn i know tsn sometimes brings in characters when they're doing like yeah. trade deadlines and stuff but when did you start to see like hey we got something going here um well it kind of depends on because i feel like there's two levels to that right so so the first level of um thinking about like uh hey, we might have something going on here, was sort of uh, the first time that that happened was when we started with the web series. And so when we did the web series, which were, uh, you know, five episodes, two minutes each, right? So the first one of those type of moments happened with the web series when um, I believe it was uh, the fifth video, the hockey players video. One of those uh, moments where we were like, holy shit, I think we might have something here was when the view count like started to rack up. And that was kind of a thing where it was like, because we really liked it. We thought it was really funny to begin with anyway. So we're going to do it, you know, regardless. But when the view count started racking up and racking up and racking up and racking up and then overnight, and it was just like, 
oh, holy shit, we may really have something here, uh, you know, just speaking on specific numbers and stuff like that. And to go along with that, um, then having people stop me on the street and be like, hey, you're that guy from those YouTube videos. Those, like, those two combined, that was a big sort of like, oh, shit, we may have something going yeah. on here. Because, like, like that, was, that was kind of a big one uh, for that. And then I'm not exactly sure. So, okay, so then fast forward. So now we're in production, you know, and we've already done, uh, you know, we've done a season, I think it was, or whatever. And then when we got renewed, the network decided to take, holy shit, like we have something good. So when we, when we got renewed for a contract that was uh, like X amount of seasons more, that was another big aha, like, oh, okay. wow, like they, they have a lot of confidence in us. So that means to them, they're excited. So that means like, oh, shit, this may really go somewhere. So, so first of all, to get, uh, you know, the YouTube count, uh, you know, the numbers, that was a big one. And then obviously getting a TV deal in the first place was like, oh shit, <laughs> nice. Get it. We get to be on TV. This is going to be awesome. So those were big ones. And then, but once we were on the air then, and I'm not sure exactly what season it was, but when they wanted like a larger episode order, then we were kind of like, oh wow, this is really nice. Again, they've got a lot of confidence in us. So that makes it be like, oh shit this could really go somewhere and it could have longevity. So those, those were the two type of moments where it was, I guess, apparent in my mind. And I think, and I think a lot of the guys would agree as well that that was kind of like, Oh shit, we could have something here that could go for a while. And that's a type of feeling, you know, you just, you rarely get that, especially with, you know, in today's age, if you want to call it that, where there's so much content, right? There's so much. And so to get renewed and to have bigger episode orders, that's just like, that's the money in the fucking bank right there as <laughs> confidence from the network um, and being like, oh, shit, nice. We we may have a job for a while and be able to do this thing that we love doing so much. And uh, and that's just like that's fucking awesome. And that feeling is so great because, again, not only are you working with people that you really like, you know, you, you get to work with your friends who were all actors to begin with anyway. So it's not like, you know, they don't have yeah. any uh, no juice or anything like that. But that that's just huge and that's such a big like um that is like a really like honestly just a huge smile and kind of like a wait wait a minute you're fucking with me here we don't get to do this longer do we because it feels like you're fucking with me right now but then but then you do and then you realize like oh shit this could go for a while and goddamn i hope it does because it's so much fun because I, I think it's interesting because when you mentioned about the kind of, I guess, yeah, the generational age of TV now, like I look at, because we had this conversation with Dylan way back and like yeah. I, I, Dylan was maybe like, if I'm remembering it, maybe like episode 30 or 40 of this podcast, we've had like maybe 200 yeah. now. So it's like kudos to me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> So I mean, so let's just stop really quickly here. Um, kudos to me. <laughs> kudos to me. I, 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 I'm doing that deliberately because I'm sure there's someone out there now that it's going to be like, man, see, he always talks about himself. And I'm just like, got to make sure that one hater gets these comments. Um, <laughs> got to make sure the one hater um, yeah. actually gets a big old fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, so Dylan had mentioned to me, like, because back in the day, if you wanted a, like a Canadian show, you were going on CBC or you're lucky to get on like CTV. Like we have like Hudson and Rex down here for in yes. like Newfoundland. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure like you've had say like Arrested Development, but like you're kind of like really focusing in on people turning on the TV and mm. physically sitting down watching it. So yeah. do you find like now with the generation that we're in that that kind of helps you continue to do seasons? Cause people now can watch it on their own time they can like crave kind of gets the benefit because if they want to watch ye they have to download crave and yeah that's my newfoundland ye uh they're coming up. Oh, and then, and then yeah. uh <laughs> yeah there you go now there's another comment that's just to like fucking newfoundlanders why do we keep letting them run things uh but, newfies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like but do you find that like that helps because now people don't necessarily have to be like oh letter kenny's on at six o'clock my kid has hockey at 6 30 you yeah jacob you're out of fucking hockey i want to watch letter kenny <laughs> <laughs> by the way i'm pulling you out motherfucker yeah no i i think that's a big one right because uh like you're saying okay so you know time was that it was like okay so letter kenny comes on 6 p.m on thursday and if you don't hit it hopefully you can catch a rerun later that night or you know yeah. later a couple of days in the week or whatever but then there was the nice little like you know, TiVo box or whatever, right? So then you could record it. So then you could, 
you know, watch it at a later time or something like that or whatever. But with streaming, which is great, so not only is it there, so you can go click a button and you can watch it whenever you want. You can, you know, pause it halfway through. You can do whatever. But also, instead of, and, and I mean, it's different. Obviously, uh, different shows are doing different things now. But instead of, okay, so Sunday, this comes on at nine and it's one episode per week, you know, for X amount of weeks, whatever. But when you have an entire season come out, um, man, not only is, and I, everybody loves this word, binge, you can yeah. fucking watch the entire thing in one go. So that really helps. Also, too, I think it really helps because it keeps people interested. I mean, if, it, uh, obviously, I mean, hopefully they're going to be fucking interested either way, but it really I lost does interest. I am not, I lost interest. I'm not binging this. No, <laughs> no I am not binging this anymore. I'm turning yeah. it off halfway through. But, but if you have that, it's just like that type of interest is fantastic with the binge. And so, yeah, so I, I think, I think it really, really helps and it helps instead of okay uh now i need to eat. do you remember so i remember like you know watching shows like seinfeld and stuff like that and if they ever had like a two-part episode it would be and you if you remember last week on seinfeld so you'd have to watch the recap but with streaming you don't have to do that you can watch you already know what happens and then so you can just pick up right where you left off and so the interest is right there all the time so it just continues which is great because then it lets people uh if there is, say, a story arc that goes all through, say, six episodes of a season, you can just keep on going and going and going and going. And even if they're self-contained episodes that you don't necessarily have to watch the one before, you still are interested. And that's the main part is that you're interested in it and you're going like, oh, I remember this. I remember this character's name and I remember what they were doing. And I remember these nuances about the show. And I remember this inside joke. And now they're bringing that joke back. And so I love that. And I think that really does help people. And again, I'll say it, keep people interested because with so much content sometimes if you are not the most interesting thing it's hard and people can can really like lose it and just be like well you know uh, maybe i'll come back to it later but maybe i won't come back to it later and so hopefully you do and um yeah man with with a, like like a full season coming out at one time you can hit it hit it hit it hit it hit it and just keep going which i think is amazing because it just helps with the story as well. It keeps people interested. The story's fun, and you just keep going, and uh, and 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 people know what's going on from A all the way to B, C, D, E. You know, like it just helps that way. Yeah, so I love it's, that. It's fine to watch like old shows now that you can stream because they do do that. Like I I remember what's the one I'm looking at like it's Boy Meets World. That's like one of my yep. favorite shows, but it's like it's like you see an episode where like Corey and Topanga are about to break up, and then they kind of leave it on that cliffhanger, yeah. and yeah, then yeah. like. You're, and then, like, as a kid, when you're watching it, you're like, oh, like, that's, uh, okay, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll stay tuned next week, so I want to see what happens. But then, like, yeah. when you stream it now, it's like, it's like, last week, on, it's like, last week, what? It's like, no, I just watched that two seconds ago. Like, wait, wait, do you mean 30 seconds yeah, ago? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, my, my, my favorite one, and, like, I always do it during the summer, kind of when sports were over, like, I'm a big wrestling fan, and so, oh, like, nice. When I was growing up, you'd watch like Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Yes. You'd, go, you'd go to school and then depend. And like, I like this as like a comedy bit where it's like, you know, when your friend went to sleep because it was almost <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, yeah, I watched Raw last night. It's like, I watched Trish versus Lee. It's like, oh, so you stayed up till 11 o'clock. It's like, okay, yeah. how late did you stay up? It's like, I yeah. seen Benoit in the main event. And you're still like, you stayed up to the main event? It's like, and you're here. You got main event. You got main event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, and what happened? They're like, you have to wait. And I'm just like, don't do that to me, Jeremy. Like, tell me, (laughs) tell me what happened. But like, now when I when I go and watch it on the the network, uh, it's like, it's just so quick. Like, I'll look at say like a John Cena feud with Booker T, and I'm I'm sure that ranged for like a good three months. And I will sit there for like a night and just be like, wait, we're at SummerSlam already, but he just fought him like last week for, and I'm like, how long have I been sitting here? And then like your niece will be like, we arrived five minutes ago. What's wrong with you? I'm just like, you, when did you show up? I just told oh, you five minutes ago. Oh shit! We're, we're we're already at the Palace of Auburn Hills, and yeah, we're yeah. at SummerSlam already. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's so, it's so nice because I like watching it as like a kind of like again just something to enjoy because you grew up watching it. But now yeah. I have a niece and nephew that like if you show them a recent picture of Shawn Michaels, they don't know that Shawn Michaels because they're watching it from 2005 with me. So like then they're just yeah. like they're yeah. going around the room going like sexy boy, and and I'm just yeah. like, and then like. My brother will come in and be like, you were watching wrestling with him again. And I was like, yeah. yeah. He's like, okay, that's fine. But he's like, can you yeah. keep it current? He's like, I don't want yeah. the, he's like, I don't want Michael or my going to school and singing a song that's 20 years old. And the kids are like, 
what have you been watching? He's like, wrestling. Sexy boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm not your boy toy. And then there's like some kids like, dear Brian, your nephew keeps on referring to things as boy toys. I am confused. It's like, I'm also confused. I'm 30 and I don't know what he means either. <laughs> it's like, welcome to the club. I'm fucking confused too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, still confused. Yeah. I watched it. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to ask you a little bit about, like, I know we kind of talked about Letterkenny and the whole production side of it or like how it came to be. But I want to get the behind the scenes because obviously there's a lot of, I guess, timing that has to work out for this to to end up in the same place. Like you went obviously going into acting. I think it's funny that you have a whole bunch of like hockey players turned actors and yeah. it's just like, all right, well, can you fucking save some shit for me? Like I'm a, I, I like acting, but I'm not a <laughs> hockey player. Like it's like a role for Letterkenny. I'm like, all right, I I applied because I'm an actor. It's like, do you also play hockey? Uh, no, I'm terrible at hockey. They're like, no. I'm like, hold hold the fucking phone. I, I didn't say I was auditioning to be a hockey player. Yeah, but all these guys are hockey players. What are you going to talk about? I'm like, yeah. I'm Canadian. I can talk I'm, hockey. I'm Canadian. I can obviously talk hockey. It's not yeah, a big yeah. deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But tell me the, the whereabouts because I know like I think it's Jared and yourself were playing hockey. Vancouver? Yeah, was, in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, like yeah, – yeah this whole idea comes to be then like dylan comes aboard he has his friend that comes aboard i'm i'm I'm, uh, is it andrew uh andrew yeah yeah yeah. he plays jonesy yeah andrew plays jonesy yeah they they come aboard and i'm just like it's it just seems like a match made but yeah just tell me the whole how how the idea came about so okay so so here's what happened so uh i met jared for the first time in vancouver and this is a long time ago now i think i met jared in um shit maybe about 2010 or something like that anyways anyway so so here's what happened so jared and i met through some mutual friends there is this bar in vancouver called section three which is no longer uh it's no longer it's no longer a bar it doesn't exist anymore or whatever right so jared worked at section three and i at, at and these are all at different times so jared worked there at one time i worked there at one time dylan worked there at one time oh wow okay and so that's one thing but the main thing was we all played on like uh, on a rec league hockey team together. So our rec league hockey team was called the Trappers. And uh, so we used to play out at UBC. And here's what happened. We were all actors, but the following people played on the same team on the beer league hockey team together. So it was Jared, myself, Dylan Playfair, Andrew Herr, Tyler Johnston, and uh, the man who plays the ginger named Jamie LaPointe. Okay. Um, so there were five, six of us that played on this beer league hockey team together. And we were all, uh, except for the ginger, we were all actors that happened to play on the same beer league team together. So that's how we all met. Now, uh, the way that Jared and I started working together was, so I grew up in Calgary and I'm a huge Calgary Flames fan. Jared is a huge Calgary Flames fan as well. So we we kind of immediately bonded over that, over our love of the Flames. And uh, he and I, you know, we always just had fun riffing with each other, just like sending each other, uh, sending each other like joke text messages and shit like that or whatever. So we used to send uh, puns on the last names of hockey players on the Flames, right? Okay. So we did that. And then we turned those into like YouTube shorts and we called them Three Flames Fans. And so it was just like a little storyline and it, and it was all just the crux of it was puns on the last names of hockey players. So we did a couple of those and we just had some fun. And, um, you know, and again, we were both actors before that. Then we did another one called A Couple of Jays Fans, which was a baseball themed one or whatever. And then uh, Jared approached me and said, he said, hey, listen, I've got this idea. And I wonder if you want to get together and just read it with me. Tell me, if, and if you hate it, you know, we don't have to do it or anything like that. He's, he's like, but do it. And so I had, had so much fun working with Jared. We always had a good time and we just like laugh our asses off anyways. And so in my head, I'm going, well, even if it's shit, we're going to have fun anyway. We're going to fucking hang yeah. out anyways. So he came to me with a thing called Letterkenny Problems, he titled it. And so basically what it was, it was one liner straight to camera and it was going to be the problems that... Uh, you would find in a small town. And so how that came about was uh, Jared and his friends did an anonymous Twitter account called Listy Problems. And it was uh, about his town, Listville, Ontario. And it was just uh, some like problems you might run into in a, in a uh, you know, in a small town. And so they had a Twitter account. So anyways, so Jared turned that into a script and it was one liners straight to camera just like funny, like obviously extrapolated, you know, from uh, from what the actual problems were into one liner straight to camera. So it would be he would do one, then I would do one, then he would do one, then I would do one. And that's how it came about. 
And then uh, that got quite popular. So we did three episodes of that where it was just uh, different problems you might uh, fucking run into in a small town. And then by the fourth episode, we kind of incorporated the story. That was uh, where we first uh, incorporated the uh, the produce stand, where it was like a city guy comes up to the produce stand and, you know, he's looking for uh, he's looking for organic vegetables while he's smoking darts, like that kind of thing, whatever. And then the fifth one was when Andrew and Dylan got involved and it was two hockey players. And so we decided that they were going to be dating Jared's sister and he hated them because of that. And so they showed up and uh, we just ripped into them. And that's where the storyline came from. And that's how we could potentially turn it into a series. And that was it where it was like, oh, well, we've got these hockey players. They like your sister. We hate them. Let's fuck with them. And let's use our wordplay. Fuck with them big time. And that's where it went. And so that's uh, that's how the whole thing uh started but it all started because we all knew each other playing on this beer league hockey team together and then also you know jared and i had had so much fun just dicking around uh putting up uh, videos on youtube and stuff like that so that's where it came from and then instead of because you know how normally it would be okay if you want a series you shoot a pilot right and you can show a network as part of like a pitch package okay so this is what we can do and we can you know turn this into a series and blah 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 whatever but these videos showed first of all metrics showed numbers about how many people watch them and then showed basically a story arc about where it could go and all these different avenues as to where the show could go and then uh they liked it and then uh (laughs) bada bing bada boom um you know, and then out of Jared's head came these episodes, seasons, and, you know, fucking years later, and then you were on this big show that people seem to like quite a bit. So so there's yeah. two things to that. I now understand Go. why Section 3 was closed down because it's yes, like, that's great. Like, like, like all of you play, I know you said different time frames, but can you imagine like you go to the match, Jared's like, okay, Dylan wants to be off. Andrew, like, uh, yeah, Nathan yeah. and uh, Jared. It's like, for what they have hockey night. Who's fucking covering. It's like, yeah. okay. And then like now then your hockey team hates you because all of you are like, you know, that's like a whole lineup right there. And yeah, that whole yeah, lineup yeah. is like a third, like in third line, basically yeah. your third line is just basically like, we're not playing tonight. Why? We're just working on some things. It's like fucking hate actors, man. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, and then <laughs> and that's it. Well, and then and then it comes down to uh, you know, I mean, you make the decision. It's like okay, either work a shift. Oh, and by the way, though, working at Section Three was one of the funnest jobs I've ever had in my yeah, yeah. entire life. It was all friends. It was so much fun, but it was just like. Yeah, it would come down to like, well, because, you know, like it's hard enough to get people out for beer league hockey anyway. So if four of us don't show up, well, that means there's now two people playing for the whole game, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you a little bit about your character on the show. So, Daryl, but like... Hello, I'm Wendy Mesley. There you are. A lot of people have wondered what happened to you. I could say the same about you, Maureen Holloway. Well, here we are, a few years after we left our previous jobs. We've been busy. We have a podcast. I know, you're thinking, who doesn't? But ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors, activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden, Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn. Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mockery. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us. Women of Ill Repute. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. I've I've seen clips. I've watched it. Now, I can't say I'm up to date with like the, the recent seasons, sure. but... 
is Daryl just kind of like the butt of the joke here a lot of the times? Because what, what I'm seeing is I relate to Daryl in some ways because like I've seen one clip earlier where you don't want this this party. You don't want this like terrible party idea where it's right. like, and uh, then the sister comes out and Jared, uh, Wayne, I think it's Wayne, comes out and yeah. uh, they're more or less like, no, it's a tradition. We're doing it. It has to be done. And then I'm just yeah. like, Man, I, I remember those kids' parties where it's almost like, dude, I want a Spider-Man party. Well, we're going to invite over your neighbors. I'm like, I don't want that guy. That guy put yeah. me in like one of those turtle sandboxes and wouldn't let me breathe. And we're going to invite him over. It's like, yeah, but we're friends with his mom. And I'm just still like, right, yeah, right. okay, you can be friends with him. Don't right. make me be friends with him. Is that like the, the assumption here? Because like some of the stuff, like I get the idea here is Daryl has big vocabulary, but then yeah. there's simple words that he just cannot say. But like yeah. he can still snap at you, like have a good comeback. Yeah. But he just seems kind of clueless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, there definitely is a little bit of clueless there for sure. Um, I think I think there's like there's sort of two there's two aspects of it, right? So I think within so okay, if you take the Hicks as a group, right? So you take uh, Daryl, Dan, Wayne, and Katie, right? So kind of without fail, within that group, Daryl becomes the butt of the joke, but. When it involves the other groups, it's like it's like a it's like a sort of like a Power Rangers type of thing. It's like everybody then bands together as well as yeah. Daryl, and then you fuck up the other group more, yeah. right? So if yeah. like if it's like if it's just the four of us together, yeah, I kind of take a bit of shit, you know. Yeah. And I take I take a bit of shit sitting around the table and kind of like Gary, like you stink, you know, you're in your barn clothes, like way to go, like that type of thing or whatever. But when another crew comes and tries to fuck with us, we all band together and all of a sudden Daryl's got a switch in his head that's just like, and here's my thesaurus and here we go and fuck you guys, you know? And then and then all the other people come to the rescue as well. And it's just like, no, like we can fuck with them, you know, like we can fuck with ourselves, but when somebody else comes and tries to fuck with us, well, now you've kind of, you've poked the bear and the bear doesn't like to get poked and the bear wants to kind of fuck you up, you know? Either, either using, yeah. you know, being being a wordsmith or, um, I don't know, a punch. I don't know. <laughs> so, so you can fuck them up either way, right? Yeah. I feel like it's very relatable in the sense, like, so I'll use the aspect of, like, from Newfoundland. Like, so, like, if a Newfie and another Newfie call each other Newfies and they make jokes about Newfies, that's cool. But, like, if someone from outside the realm, like someone from Ontario, and you don't know yeah. them well, goes, like, uh, like this newbie comes into a bar and thinks he can, I'm just like, okay, easy. Like you might've just yeah. had that as like, Hey, you guys are fun, relaxed people. I was just joking, but it's like, we can do that because yes. we, we've lived through this, but yeah. you yeah. like, we can still embrace you. You can still sure. be a part of it someday, but yeah. right now, ah, easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be like, um, the way that I sort of look at it too, it's like, okay, so the big brother aspect of it, right? Okay. Yeah. So if it's all right, if my big brother uh, wants to kick my ass and wants to call me an idiot and, you know, wants to fuck with me and stuff like that, that's fine. As soon as somebody that's not him comes around and tries to fuck with me, that's not cool. And it's just like, oh, no, 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 you don't fuck with him. I can fuck with him, yeah. you know, because we're family and or, you know, and that's the same thing. Yeah. Kind of like we're family. We can fuck with each other. But an outsider, it's just like you have certainly not earned the right and also okay yeah you're poking the bear here and you're gonna get fucked with because you that's there's too much loyalty here and that's not gonna be good yeah so if you're <laughs> if you're on if you're in the inner circle meaning family or very very tight-knit friends fine yeah call me a newbie kind of fuck with me like that somebody who is not yeah don't do that because fuck you and i don't know you well enough and you're gonna get a fucking kick in the teeth yeah yeah I like when you mentioned about poking the bear because i think one of the biggest characters that you don't want to poke the bear on on this show yeah. Is Shorzy. I feel like Shorzy is not a, a person you want to poke. Right. Like, I know it's more or less a Jared concept, or like Jared, Jared's like the kind of Shorzy guy, but like, yeah. how essentially did he get implemented into this show? Because it just seems like Shorzy's just there. It's almost like, all right, you two smart ass hockey players, or for anybody who really wants to talk right. to Shorzy, just gets burned immediately. Right. But it just seems like. I'll refer to the family guy moment where it's like dead air time where it's almost like, okay, Shorzy, this is your like three minutes of straight burns. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, it's like, that's sort of like, um, and, and you're not wrong there. That's sort of like the same idea as like, um, same idea as like, okay. So if, uh, in the earlier episodes or if, and then in the later episodes too. So if the Hicks are all sitting at the produce stand, 
right? And then so, and especially like in the earlier episodes when the when the two hockey players, when Dylan and Andrew would come up to the produce stand, they would say something and think that they were kind of funny or whatever. And then uh, there's definitely a couple of times throughout the show where I look at Jared, Jared or sorry, like Daryl looks at Wayne, Wayne looks at Daryl, and then we just go in on them for the next, you know, three pages of dialogue, just like calling yeah. them out and being idiots. So that's what it is. So it's just like, yeah, you're just going to get laid into like that. You know, it's just like kind of, kind of, you know, maybe you started and you wanted to have a little bit of a joust verbally or something like that, but it's like, no, Oh, guess what? You know what? You're going to stop talking and we're going to fucking tear you apart right now for the next three pages of dialogue. Yeah. And so I think that's like, that's kind of really fun because then it's like, it almost puts, it puts, um, like obviously an exclamation mark on all of the jokes and all of the cut downs. But then at the end of it, it's like period, end of sentence, we're fucking done. Okay. Yeah. Beat it. We just fucked you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I always think it's funny. Cause when it comes to Riley's character and yes. it's like when they're, when they're there and they're having this battle with Shorzy, it always yeah. ends up with like them saying something to Shorzy. And it's like, yeah. they're like, ha we got you this time, Shorzy. And then Shorzy's just like, yeah. and it, it, chirp, chirp, chirp. And the next minute it's like the, the going between is like fuck you shorzy fuck you shorzy and then it just gets like yeah. progressively more sad where you see their face goes like fuck you shorzy and then it's just yeah. like stop yeah. talking to him <laughs> yeah you know what and and i gotta give credit to uh to uh, dylan and andrew too they're really really good at that and they're really good at playing up the uh you know they're still they still want to be in there to try and stand their ground a little bit but it's kind of yeah. like it starts off with a fuck you and then it's like a fuck you like i'm yeah, still yeah. there I'm still in this battle, but I don't know I'm how much still, longer I'm going to stay here. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and again, credit to like um, Dylan and Andrew are fucking so good at that. And the switch for them um, that comes within those interactions is just incredible. And I find those guys absolutely hilarious when they do that. Like when they, again, when they start, they've got their, their big fucking yeah, yeah. chest puffed out. <laughs> We're going to do this, whatever. And then it's just like beaten down, beaten Slowly, down, yeah. but still, but still trying to be like, fuck you you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. just trying to get that like get yeah, that across. Word, I, I, yeah. it's hilarious and man and again like dylan and andrew like those guys are such fucking talented guys too and comedically and as actors and stuff like that like they're so fucking good at it uh, <laughs> nathan to kind of close it out i want to have if you don't mind having a fun game of random questions done i love random questions let's do it Okay, and then the first one, you're gonna be like, uh, "I did not sign up for that. That's not what I asked for." No, no, that's what that's when I go. Oh shit! I think I'm losing connection here, and I just close the laptop. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then that's and then that's when I like being not self aware. I'll be like, "Oh, is he back? Is he back?" Is oh, can we get two him? hours ago? Can we get him back, please? I think we should get him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. PR. <laughs> All right, give like, how long did you go for? I'm just like three hours. Like th three hours. What? I mean, like <laughs> three hours. But it looks like you've got about two hours of darkness there. That's yeah, yeah. a little bit weird. I'm yeah. Sorry, my camera wasn't on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the the first random one they have is if you could play any character in like a TV show, what would it be? Holy fuck! Um, does it have to be? Does it have to be drama, comedy? What? What? What could it be? Could be anything? Wide, it's wide open. I'll leave it wide open. Okay, I love Matthew McConaughey's character in True Detective season one. Oh really? Okay. I love that character. I think it's awesome. He's fucking verbose. He uh, is weird and dark, but he knows what he's doing. He's also very like he's calm. He's understated, but he's a fucking badass. Are we talking about the that. character or Matthew in general? No, <laughs> I'm talking about the character. God, God knows how close it is to him, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I I love that man. Him in True Detective season one is awesome. Um, if we're talking about comedy. Uh, I would I would love to play uh, Will Arnett's character in Arrested Development. I'd love okay. to play Joe Blue, Joe Bluth. I think that'd be fucking that would be so much fun. Plus, that set looked like it would be so much fun to do. Uh, it, it looks like you could play around so much and have a fun time. Plus, too, it's like you know, working on a comedy. There's so much opportunity. Like, there's there's obviously opportunity to have funny when the camera's rolling uh, and the stuff that they keep, but stuff when you know that they don't keep and stuff like that. Man, being on a comedy is so much fun because you get to joke and laugh and you get to have fun at your job. Like, fuck, what could be better than that? And and my answer is I don't know. So I'd love to play Joe Bluth, or again on the flip side of that, McConaughey in uh, True Detective season one for sure. Yeah. I think I'd just like to be like, if it was for me, I think I'd just like to be like an extra on like the Big Bang Theory, just because I think I could play like, a, like now I, I could say friends, but I don't see myself as being like a friend group. Like just say like, sure. you're like how, how did he get into the friend group? And I'm like, I'm written off within two seasons because I'm like, right. working at Phoebe dated or something. But like right, right. Big Bang Theory, I could just be like this random asshole for like 
five seasons or just periodically yeah. shows up and like i'm leonard's nemesis because i'm just there it's like yeah, totally. oh we gotta we gotta deal with daryl and biochem or something and, I, and like, <laughs> of course there you, there you go well, yeah. you could do like a, you could do like a Paul Rudd in Friends for like the last couple of seasons. You remember when uh, when he was in there? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. There you go. There's yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I'm sure Paul Rudd would be happy to hear that. He'd just be like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "You're taking no, Paul. It's done. This is hypothetical. Leave me alone." Paul, hypothetical. Don't get mad, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like it's like a very underrated show, but I could say I, again, I could see yourself or like either one of us really being in it. It's like two guys, a girl, a pizza place. Ryan Reynolds yeah. started in that one, but yeah, big time. I I, I watched that. And I'm just like, how did you not have more seasons? I'm like, it's peak Ryan Reynolds. And if anyone's like, <laughs> Where, how did Ryan Reynolds become famous? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm convinced that this should have been the starting point. Totally right. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The next random one here. What position would you play in a sport if it wasn't hockey? Uh, does it have to be a team sport? Obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, what, what do you mean? You're going to play a position in tennis where it's like, I'm not playing singles. I will. Well, just... <laughs> no, but you could do like, sorry, sorry. And this is this is how weird my brain is. I was, I honestly, okay, this is just being very honest here. I was yeah. like, huh, well, if you were a bobsledder, would you be the front or the back? <laughs> honestly, that's actually what I thought. Just I like, I like when people's, okay. yeah, I like when people's minds go that way. Because when I read the question, I was like, other than that, I'm like, my, I, maybe it's normal thinking here, Nathan, but I was just like, <laughs> I defender in soccer. That's okay. See? Okay. And this is where um, my mom comments and your mom would actually comment and be like, he's yeah. normal. I swear. He's normal. Don't, don't pay any attention to this. It's uh, you know, he, he's, he's been inside all winter. Right. Don't pay he attention. Hasn't slept. He hasn't slept. Look at his eyes. Yeah. His pupils yeah. are like, yeah. I'm like, get out of here. Get out of here. Miss Dales. Um, okay. Um, what, uh, what position, you know what? I'd like to play point guard um, basketball. Okay. Because I because I like shooting the ball and I'm pretty good at shooting three pointers. No big deal. Really? Okay. I feel yeah yeah. I'm certainly not tall enough. I'd add. Here's what I'd do. If I was going to play point guard, I would add three more inches and then I'd play point guard. There you go. Yes. I, I sometimes you know what? Sometimes the wording in basketball confuses me when it's like he's a short, so like short guard or short point or something. I'm just yeah. Like, he's seven foot. How fucking short can he be? It's like, it's like, no, sir. That's, that's the position he plays. I, I, I mean, fuck, I guess it's all relative, right? But short does not fucking enter into the equation. There's like no. one Muggsy Bogues and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that is when you say, that is a short guard. He is the only person that can claim to be short guard. When you say like, yeah, what position does LeBron play? I'm like, again, yeah. it's Canadian. I'm like, probably plays power forward. They're like, no, actually they call him a short port guard. I'm like, at what point is he short? Like, what are, what are we measuring? His feet? Like, is that yeah, exactly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we measuring the distance from the top of his head to the roof of the fucking yeah. stadium? That, yeah. That's why he's short because technically it's this, not. Yeah, it's like this and this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, then technically he's short because he's a few feet away from the roof of the stadium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or, or unless they go by temper, it's like yeah, he's a short. Hey, now you're talking. Maybe yeah. it maybe it has nothing to do with height. It's uh, yeah, it's yeah. how fast you uh, you you burn the fuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this one's good. Uh, what is a red flag for you? what is a red flag yeah like something that like it just instantly like i know they sometimes you'll see it on instagram where they're like hey would you date someone with an android and girls go like no it has to be blue bubble i'm like that's your red flag i'm like i would probably oh. be like uh just don't call me an idiot and you know maybe we split the bill is that okay <laughs> <laughs> um uh what would be a red so are we talking about dating here like what would be a red sure. flag for dating yeah. Huh. A red flag for me for dating would be, um, oh man, that's kind of a difficult one. There can be so many. Um, a <laughs> we, we, we walked down this road with Brett Kissel and I remember Brett Kissel saying about like the bill of when the bill comes and he's like, yeah. I, he's, and I agree with him to some extent. He's like, I believe the guy should always pay regardless of like, sure. you know, how the date goes. And I'm just like, yeah, but here you go, Brett. I'm going to lay some knowledge on you. It's like, what mm. about if you know the date didn't go well? She's saying she pays half. So then that way, in your mind as a guy, you're like, well, if she's paying half, she's almost mm -hmm. saying, I'm covering my ass for this awful date. And then right. you're just like, okay, I know not to call, not to text, leave you alone. <laughs> but if you're like, if you let me pay, I kind of feel like, and again, someone will be out there now saying that is not what that means. But if you let me pay, it kind yeah. of leaves the door open where I'm like, all right, this person enjoyed the time. They're letting me treat them. So yeah. I can call or text and maybe set something up future. But if you instantly go for it, then it's almost like this did not go well. 
Right. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a red flag for dating. Here we go. So let me, let me create a scenario here. Um, you've eaten dinner, you're out of the restaurant, um, and you're going to, uh, let's say, let's say you're going to go continue the date and you're going to a bar across the street for a drink. Okay. Okay. You're at a crosswalk and the little man is no longer on there. It's flashing. Don't walk. Um, and it's flashing and it's going and it's like uh, five, four, and you shouldn't go. And she, without asking or without saying anything, just goes on her own without saying, let's go across the street without checking with you and just goes and leaves you in the dust without saying, hey, we should do this. Or, hey, do you want to go with me or whatever? Yeah. It's the selfish act of going on your own across the street while the walk sign says don't walk there. Boom. That's a red flag. Yeah. That is a no good. Yeah, that that is like when you need, and I'm sure in futuristic it will come when like the don't walk sign comes, and they see that because now everything has cameras on it. That yeah. is when the sign you can go your own way, and then you're just like <laughs> you're like it's embarrassing enough. Now you added like a monologue to this or like a voice music. Come on, like yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I yeah. feel like that. That's fair. I mean, the, I, the other ones I think it's not. It's just awkwardness. But uh, I I met my buddy's girl from one time, and we were going out for the first time to a pub. And like, yeah. I I remember we brought her into our soccer team. Now I was still in Newfoundland, so I was kind of making this soccer team from Newfoundland. But they're all playing in Ottawa. I'm like, guys, I really don't have control of you. If you want to like do things, do things. Like, what am I yeah. going to do? But uh, there was a little bit of friction there. So at first, I was like all right, like, I don't know how I feel about your girlfriend because yeah. we don't get along, but like, that doesn't separate what you do. But yeah. I was like, okay. He's like, she's not a very touchy person. Don't go in for a hug. I'm like, you're telling a Newfoundlander, basically. That's like saying to a Newfoundlander, don't be yourself. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so okay. I was like, I was like, okay, I go for a handshake and she went in for a hug. And so the hand just goes like right into the, like, and then I was just like, oh, and then I go for, the, and then she goes like, you know, that awkward. Uh, and then, yo, and then yeah. I was like, okay, let's just end it. Like, and then, and then it's awkward enough. But then my friend goes like, while we're in a main road, just think like main road, like yeah. Bank Street, Toronto, probably be like, I don't know, just anywhere. But like next minute he's like, awkward. And I'm like, you made it 10 times more awkward now. Cause you he announced said awkward. it to everybody. Oh my yeah. God. Oh I was my just God. Like, and then, and then to, to, you know, it's, it's just like, you're digging yourself a hole. Cause rather than let it go, then I yeah. yelled back while they're still walking away. No, that's fine. <laughs> so so what we're talking about is um i believe that's called doubling down yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like wow. it's almost like and, and again it comes back to maybe the newfoundland thing where i'm like i'm embarrassed yeah. i know yeah. they're probably embarrassed i'm gonna yeah. take on double the embarrassment <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. i'm gonna be the again, nice guy i'm i'm gonna double down here and it's like li- listen and, and in this scenario nobody's a winner here yeah <laughs> It's like watching it's like watching your friend fall down like when they're drunk and like you're like yep. any ordinary person would be like laughing and be like just helping up i'd be like it's embarrassing um oh shit i fell down too and then they're like you did not have to fake fall down i'm like oh you knew i fake fall down oh man now i'm embarrassed and then they get up from being drunk passed oh, yeah. out and then they're like you're an idiot you fake fell down i'm like i'm just trying to help you yeah or like or like hey way to fall down loser it's just like i fake fell down so that you could feel not bad what the fuck man yeah yeah yeah. that we're both losers and we're both on the ground and some guy's just like look jersey guy fell down (laughs) hey look hey look at jersey guy that fucker fell down yeah uh all right so the last one we have what is your favorite childhood movie what is my favorite childhood movie if you want to tag me in while you think, I can give you mine. Let me let me hear yours because that'll maybe give me because I I have one in my head. I have yeah, yeah. one. So you go, you okay. go. So I would like. So I would again. I'm going to be like the asshole that goes with. Oh, can I have two options? But uh, I, I almost like, said that because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I I like the Lion King. I can watch the Lion King. Um, and I like for the most part the game. The games came out on the PC. I was like really sure. into it. I can probably know the the lyrics too. I just want to be king. So there's that. But and I, I just can't I, wait, wait to be But I think Sorry. I think over I time. Words. No, no. <laughs> oh, you freeballed it. You did so well. Uh, <laughs> but, but I think over time, if someone was like, "You, this is your childhood movie. You have to yeah. watch it over and over." Monsters okay. Inc. I'd go with Monsters Inc. Can I tell you this? Let me give you this before I give you my answer. Sure. Do you know what movie? And this is no. This is not a word of a lie. Do you know what movie I watched last night? 
Monsters Inc. Universe. Oh, I was going to say. Monsters Inc. Nope, no shit. Monsters Inc. I'm not kidding. I swear to God. Monsters Inc. last night. Um, Sully and Boo is maybe the greatest relationship of all time on screen. Yeah. Well, to 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 kind of bring it full circle here and all that is, yeah. I don't know, like the voice actor or what the name is, and I, it's like she always makes fun of Mike. It's the secretary. It's like Mike Wazowski, you're lame for one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, that's like my I like that impression, and I like the Family Guy one. But that one is like anytime someone starts to piss me off, I'm just like. All right, you pissed me off the other day. You can go home and leave. And then they're just like, "What happened?" I'm just like, "You can go home with Mike and Sully." Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Fuck, what a good movie though! Holy shit, hey, like yeah. what a good movie. It's okay, sad, so though. there are sad parts to it, but go ahead. It's yeah. incredible. No, but it's incredibly sad. It's a, it's a fucking great story. It's incredibly sad. It's heartwarming. It's funny. It's got a great relationship between Sully and Boo. It's got all of man. It's in yeah. I I, I love it. And, and like no word of a lie, I fucking watched that last night. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll give you mine. My favorite childhood movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the live action version. Okay. Yep. Um, for a couple of different reasons. Number one, okay, I got my uh, French tick, French tech, so now I can stream this oh, in like Montreal. No, no, no. no. Um, uh, we. Yeah, there um, we go. So, We're good. <laughs> um, I love that Jim Henson did all the costumes for it, right? Like, they were actual costumes. They weren't CGI. They were fucking actual people in the suits and doing that. The Ninja Turtles were, uh, like, skateboarding kind of punk rockers. I love the story of the Ninja Turtles, you know, it's crawling around in the ooze. I love that it's set in New York. Elias Coteus as Casey Jones. April O'Neil is awesome. It's a great fucking band together and have a great time and get Shredder and stuff. I, I just love it. And I, it's, it's a movie that I've watched over and over and over again when I was a kid. I just, I love it so much. It's an awesome story. It's got skateboarding in it. They love pizza. They live in the sewer. As a kid, I basically wanted to live like in the Ninja Turtles lair downstairs, like down your, in the sewer, you know? Your mom was like, do you want to end up like the Ninja Turtles? And if that was a bad thing, you're like, absolutely. And they're like, uh, hold on, maybe I fucked that one up for you. Do you not want to be like a Ninja Turtle? Yeah. And I said, if I am lucky, I will end up like the Ninja Turtles for God's sakes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, then, yeah. and then like as an actor, like when you didn't have a TV show or like whatever, you're like, I am actually a Ninja Turtle and this is not fun. I am yeah. literally in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, when I, when, I found out, uh, when I found out being in the gutter actually really sucks. Yeah. Um, yes, I was not a Ninja Turtle. I did not like it. Yeah. Well, that, but then I thought like, well, maybe Shredder's onto something. Organized crime seems to pay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, do yeah. you ever go back and watch some children's movies and you're just kind of like, I don't know why I was like heavily interested or invested in this? Like, I will. I love the Disney, the Mighty Ducks movies. Uh, um, but like, but the concept when you look at it years later, you're like, the Triple Deke faked out a fucking goalie. <laughs> I'm just still like, that's a fucking ordinary move today, boss. Dude, the, the triple, the Triple Deke stop, yeah, then yeah. have a go at yeah, it. And the goalie's yeah. like, oh, how did I fuck that up? I'm like, try that in the NHL. The guy's like, yeah, nice yeah. try. Yep, just like, but, 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 but it worked. It worked in the Mighty Ducks. It's like, yeah, win in the nineties. Yeah. You have Trevor Zebras right? going behind the net with the do that in the Mighty Ducks, and I'll believe you. Um, but you know what's kind of great though is like uh, you know having Disney Plus and stuff like that. Uh, you get to see all those movies again. Like you can see Mighty Ducks, you can see D two, you can see D three. Actually, yeah. you know what? And and Dylan Playfair, D Dylan Playfair is in the new Mighty Ducks series. You know, like right. and it's just like. I like it. I mean, man, I loved those fucking movies. They were awesome. And Emilio Estevez was great as like the uh, the coach. You know, they were great. Um, they are a little bit timely. Yeah, timely. Yeah, we'll but call it timely. Still entertaining as fuck, though. Oh yeah. Well, I, I I've never so some people like criticize me because like I'll say like oh so great to grow up in the nineties and early two thousands and then like I don't know. There's certain things that I don't know. Like I yeah. recently say in the last movie 10 years got into goo goo dolls and i'll listen yeah. to like a 90s song and they're like how did you not listen to it when you're in the 90s i'm because like, i was six i didn't know what fucking depression <laughs> was leave me alone but i watched because, yeah, yeah even if i did listen to the song i didn't know what depression was then yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah. it's like I, I remember the other night i was watching i think it was like the first sister act with my mom for the first time and i was nice. like i want to know like all about whoopi goldberg i was just like because i Listen, I admire her. She's good. She's great in yeah. like things she does. But there are scenes that I'm just they're saying like, bruh, like how does that like how does that not how'd you not get shot there? Like literally you have them cornered in this like 
don't know, bar or well-established area. And then all the nuns come out and be like, don't shoot. I'm like, no, that would be like the guy being like, bang, bang, <laughs> bang. Like, what do you One, mean? One, two, shoot? three, four. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or when they catch her and like the two bad guys, it's like, we, we can't kill her. She's a nun. It's like, and he's like, but she's a fake nun. He's like, well, we don't know if she, I'm just like, no, that's, that's so dumb. Like, why do you care? You're, yeah. you're murderers. Why do you care if she's a real nun or a fake nun? <laughs> Hold on a minute. You're murderers. I, yeah, like, I didn't think you cared if they were. Yeah. Nuns like your, your mafia. Yeah. It's like, I know we off like three guys this week, but I, I, I promised to my mom, I was yeah, never yeah, going to yeah. off a nun. <laughs> I swore on my mother's life and to her face, I would never <laughs> off a nun. Yeah. yeah any, anyone else? Billy down the street? That little boy that brings you the paper? I'll off yeah. him, but that's not, yeah. not for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll off the little boy who brings you the paper, but a nun, that is off limits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where you cross the line. That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Nathan Dales for coming on to the show. Remember... You can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying, thank you for listening, and good night. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. Kids. I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we, we the perfect, perfect podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on the Dean Blundell Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because democracy is something you do. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.